Hello, and welcome Hello. back to Cinema Q. We're back, finally. We are back. Thank you for your patience. I had an accident recently. Yes. Uh, a little car accident that left me with a migraine for about a week. So I wasn't looking at many screens, wasn't able to edit, wasn't able to record. So thank you for your patience. Just a little car accident, house broken into, taxis and extravaganza. It was quite a week. So quite a week. We are back with a Colonel First. And then we are going to release a full-length episode of this kernel um, yes. very soon afterwards. So non-spoilers for this kernel. So we are so thrilled to talk about Ozark today. And this is, again, a non-spoiler little preview. But first, we need to welcome you with our super cool theme song. And then we'll dive into it. Okay, ready? Welcome to Cinema Q, where we chat all things film and faith through our lens as storytellers and as a creative married duo. I'm Ian McHugh, filmmaker, actor, and writer with over 10 years in the industry. And I'm India, photographer and actress. Together we discuss the art of filmmaking and review what we're watching, all to discover what should go next in your Cinema Q. Let's do it. Let's go. So we have done a couple of TV shows and a couple of movies. Yes. Um, this is another TV show of four seasons. And there was part one and part two of season four. Yes. And we have been kind of doing a lot of Netflix series, I'm realizing. So I'm wondering if we should branch out from that. So if you have any other series, specifically TV series or originals from specific streaming platforms, comment below on what you think we should review. Because I kind of want to get out of the Netflix bubble. Mm -hmm. um, but... We do, we do love some Netflix originals. So this one is Ozark. Wow, guys, there's so much to unpack. If you are completely new and don't know anything about Ozark, I'm going to read you their logline, but off the cuff, it is very deep, very dark, very good. So oh, You just gave them all your answers. So that's the end of the episode. That's Go watch it. it. <laughs> all right, so here is a little about Ozark. A financial advisor drags his family from Chicago to the Missouri Ozarks, where he must launder $500 million in five years to appease a drug boss. A drug boss? Yes. Drug lord? Drug cartel, cartel man? Yeah. So Ozark is quite the show. Yes. And it is one that I was excited about. I started watching it before I met you. Because uh, we've known each other for about four and a half years. Yeah, and it came out in 2017, and we met in 2019, really early Correct. on into the year. And it was a show that I instantly got attached to. Like yeah. I, I was like, man, this is the type of show and character development and story that I would like to tell because I feel like it deals with just the human moral complex and the struggle and family and relationships and and so I really like where this uh, series went. Yeah, it's. Honestly, very surprising because it's actually directed by Jason Bateman. So if you don't know, he is like kind of a mellow actor. He got his start, I think, in Arrested Development yeah. or one. That I mean, was one he was of like his, did some younger, but that was kind of his breakout. Yeah, that was kind of his breakout role. So that's like a dry comedy. And he was in a ton of rom-coms in the early 2000s. So he's kind of been pigeonholed or typecast as this very specific, dry, average Joe kind of character. So... He doesn't stray too far in the character of Marty Bird, but he plays in this series and directed it. So it's really mm. cool to see his vision as a yeah. director 
it's something bigger than just the characters he's played, which I think is cool as an artist. Yeah. And he did kind of just have a, like he directed early on and then he directed towards the end. Um, but he kind of had a hand in directing in the middle, but he really wanted to focus in on his character. So he didn't actually soul direct those. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And so, yeah, I, if, if I'm right, correct me in the comments Fact if I'm wrong, but I believe he uh, directed solely the first couple episodes. And then again, towards the end, um, because he really loved the story. He really wanted to, he had an idea of where he wanted it to go. And, how to kind of honor the characters in the story and the development of it, the arrested development of it. <laughs> and so, yeah, he, he, he bought into this story and really wanted it to, to happen. And it is a fan favorite. It's won a ton of awards. Um, Rightfully so. Yeah. It's definitely one of those that when I hear people talking about it, I like eat it up because I know it's not being overhyped, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. And at the same time, if Ian had never told me about it, I never would have clicked on it in Netflix because I'm like not so much of a dark drama girl. Mm -hmm. I do appreciate it, obviously, and I'm so grateful I got into the world of it. But yeah, it's not something that I would naturally be like, wow, I really want to watch a really dark <laughs> drug cartel plot line. So yeah. it's one of those that kind of takes a minute to prepare your brain for it is dark we usually we watched a lot of it in quarantine and i had to go from like an episode and then we'd like counteract with an episode of the office or new girl or something completely different because i was like i gotta lighten the mood here buddy <laughs> absolutely and just like we talked about wednesday is more of like a universal kind of viral anyone and everyone totally. can kind of enjoy it this is not that because it's not for everyone but it still had a similar virality of popularity of um praise and admiration for the show but it's yeah it's not just one that any person would click on like any any old person might just click on wednesday yeah but they wouldn't do it to this and so if you haven't i would absolutely recommend to give it a chance i mean it it's hard to watch so yeah, yeah put some intermittent you know new girl and some comedies in there um, maybe watch arrested development and that no don't watch no. at the same time <laughs> but here's what i would suggest because this kernel is all about encouraging you if you've never seen this show to dive in and we're trying to convince you especially if you're a christian or a little more conservative with what you watch why should you watch ozark i would say in my opinion it's because it speaks to the brokenness of the world in a really honest way, which again is dark. It is heavy. It is hard to watch at times, but I think that's really important. I think as Christians, we need to not just engage with feel good cinema all the time because we can kind of paint this false narrative of like life's awesome. Life's amazing. You know, everything's perfect. And okay. At the same time, if you go to entertainment to escape, totally get that. That's a huge thing. And I understand that sometimes you just like, I need to feel good only. But if you were like, Hey, I want something that makes me think, or I really want to learn as a Christian what other people are struggling with or going through, or you don't know how to relate to something like extreme poverty or desperation or moral complex, this would be the exact show to kind of engage in those conversations. So take that with a grain of salt. And again, if dark comedy or not, this is dark comedy, <laughs> definitely not comedy. Dark and mysterious. Yeah. If dark, heavy drama is not your cup of tea and you know your boundary already, you don't have to worry about it. But if you're ready for something that's going to make you think get really deep and really encourage some like beautiful cinematic masterpiece of a show. This is one of the best ones you could watch. Absolutely. And uh, what I love about it is just the characters, no matter how different they are from you, you can find some way to relate to all of them. And so you really fall in love with the characters that you would never be anything like. Like there yeah. are things that these characters do and the way that they are and 
just like their actions, choices. And I'm like, oh, I would never do that. But I, there's, the way that it's written and acted out allows me to kind of put myself in their place and be like, oh, in my life, I kind of had that same decision that I had to make. And maybe it was a much less of a grander scale. Like it was a much smaller, you know, uh, what's, what's the word? Um, like Moral it complex. wouldn't affect like me as much as these decisions that they had to make. Sure. Like it wasn't as big of like a, uh, missing the word, but, <laughs> um, it, it just like, I I'm able to relate to these characters. Like the scales on, are different. Yeah. The scales are different, but I can relate. And so yeah. I love that, that I'm like, no matter how different I am from this person, I was able to put myself in their shoes. I was able to empathize with their story and I was able to root for them. Again, this is, this is a story of like, I mean, as the log line said, this man, Marty Bird, takes his family to the Ozarks to launder money for a Mexican cartel. Like, that's not a spoiler. That's just what the show is about. And so he's not, quote unquote, good, but you strive to find the goodness in this family and root for them, even though they're doing something that isn't good. Yeah. And, and that alone is just this. It, it speaks to the complexity of us as humans. And because we see ourselves in these characters. And I just love that as I'm watching. Yeah. 110%. So I'm trying to think of other ways we could have convinced them to watch Ozark. Mm -hmm. And I think, honestly, give yourself space if you are Binge willing. Binge it all one day. Give yourself space if you're willing to, to watch it and it's something new. And give yourself like an opportunity to look through a different lens as a Christian as well. Like we kind of mentioned already, like try to watch it with an, a lens of empathy or a what would Jesus do kind of lens. And consider the sin in the show, like how we mask and morally make excuses for our own sin in real life. I think that's kind of how I would introduce it to someone who's like really not into the genre at all is just kind of go in it with that way. Cause I mean, our podcast is all about finding the gospel in like everything. So if that is for you, if you are up for the challenge, watch Ozark seasons one through four. And yes, season four is split up into two parts. It just wrapped in early 2002, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah. 2022. What the heck? Well, I know what you meant. Yeah. Everyone knew what you meant. It was, it's a recent one. <laughs> yeah. So it's fairly recent. So you could find some forums online and people that are like still hyped about it if you wanted to engage in those thoughts. And then you can rejoin us for the full Cinema Q breakdown on our next episode. But we're going to do scores. Absolutely. Before we go. Yeah. So this will hopefully convince you guys to watch it or not. Um, so I'm going to let you go first on the acting scale. Okay. So this is this is going to be fun. So I Again, we have not talked about our scores, yes. so this is... I accidentally put my Cinema Q scores on our grocery shopping list, so, so I had to pull up the wrong so note. Trader Joe is not the character <laughs> yes. in this. <laughs> okay, so for acting... Yeah. Okay. Ugh. All the actors really, really do an amazing job. Uh, Laura Linney, Jason Bateman, and Julia Garner are the main the main principals. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Study. And Julia is married to the lead singer of the Pumped Up Kicks song, Foster the People. Yeah. There Isn't that go. crazy? Okay. Anyway. So acting, I said 9.5 because... Out of 10. Out of 10. 9.5 out of 10. Yeah. I just think... Those three principles, I'm just mainly talking about them. I'm not talking about all the like 20, 30 characters we see. 
I think they each... Y'all, she just give it a 9.5 out of 10. You have to go watch. Listen, I think they each really sell their role. I think subtlety is a huge thing that comes out to play. It's one of the like less is more acting, especially for Marty Bird's character, um, because he does kind of have that, you know, typecasted, like short, witty, very calm, cool and collected character. But he has his moments where you can really see him push himself as an actor. Laura Linney does an amazing job. She's very like subtle, but she can lose her mind sometimes. And then freaking Ruth Langmore. She is someone who like I look up to as an actress. I think she's really, really exceptional. And I I mean, I think this is kind of her breakout role. I don't know what else she was in before this, but she really does an Quite amazing... Quite a bit, but nothing that was like bringing too much fame to her name. Okay, yeah. Like this is just really an amazing role that she plays between the accent that she has, the believability of her pain. Like she just really sells it. Um, I think it'd be hard for her to get cast in things that top this role, honestly. So I I will sing the praises of the Ozark cast. I think they all do a really, really excellent job. 9.5? Yeah, I just went for it. Okay, well, I have two different scores for this. I gave overall for the entire ensemble and cast a 9.4. Okay, (laughs) you can't get mad at me. And I gave uh, Julia Garner um, specifically as Ruth Langmore a 9.8. She's that good, y'all. Yeah. Like the way that she, and and we've talked before in episodes that this might be hard to watch as Christians because there is a lot of language and a lot of swearing, specifically with her character, um, just because of who she is. We can talk about that more in the full length episode. Yeah, that's one of my points for later. Um, But the way that she embodies this character is so honest. And there's a scene in season four, y'all. Oh my goodness. We just know. Said. We like both like uh, single tear streams down the face when we're watching. We're like, oh my gosh. Enough yeah. said. So shout out to her. She gets 4.4 points higher than Love the rest you, of the ensemble. Julia, that was... That, we're on a first name basis like yeah. julia amazing girl i mean guys like i i love acting i love filmmaking and that is the type of performance and story and character that makes me want to keep going because that makes cinema worth it to me yeah is performances like that so i want to yeah. see overall gonna, i guess that average is to a 9.6 you go on with the next score i want to see yeah. if she won an emmy for that because i feel like she was nominated but didn't win and i want to i thought she check. won best supporting i know she got a golden globe i think she won quite a few awards, but, um, okay. For cinematography, I'm going to move on. Uh, this was a little hard for me because sometimes I love beautiful cinematography and sometimes I love cinematography that just is invisible. And this one felt invisible. It just like let us into the world and it never distracted me. It, mm-hmm. it just was very, very intentional yes. about every shot for it to feel invisible like i just understood the world i feel like the lens choices and the camera movements and the camera uh like how close they were to the actors the medium shots watch us all that matched the emotion and the pace of the story really well and so i never was like oh i'm uncomfortable with that shot that's way too close for this moment it it was great so i gave it an 8.2 i could probably give it higher um but again it wasn't anything intentionally spectacular it was just perfect at creating the world yeah I said 9.6. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, in the same way, I remember watching it with you each season frequently, like in the middle of an episode, we'd be like, do you see that shot? Because that guy's in focus because he's about to do this thing or they they 
rack focus from the weapon he's about to use in the next scene. Like we would predict what was about to happen. Sometimes right, sometimes wrong. I should probably give this a point higher. I mean, it was just like, they really frame everything intentionally. I remember a lot of like dolly shots. Look at you knowing your terms. Where the sweeping motion of the camera just was like effortless and you felt felt organic, right? You felt the conversation they were having move in the same. Yeah. yeah. It was just really 9.2 for me. Okay, good. Also, yeah. fact check approved. Julia has won three Emmys. I believe they're all four supporting actress in this series and then one Golden Globe for best supporting actress. So she's worth it. Good. Amazing. So let's move on to family friendly. Yeah. No. One out of 10. I almost gave it a zero, but I didn't know if it was one to 10. I don't 10. know why I put three. I guess when you... <laughs> Guys, don't don't watch this with your family. No, no, no. no. I mean like no, your moving kids on. need to be don't, like no. over 16 at least. At least. And then I still there's nudity it. and language and <laughs> I really guess, bad I guess I mean, drug like, cartel. Sometimes no, I think three? of Well, sometimes I think of family as like teenagers. <laughs> anyway, Y'all, no, don't. It's not it for Be family. an adult and watch this. Yeah. Let them be 18. Yeah, not for kids. Uh, depth. 11 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's illegal. That doesn't even matter. It's math. not illegal. Um, so I, I gave it a 9.6 out of 10. This story is deep and intricate. And prob- I'm going to switch it 9, 9.8. Even just writing the oh. notes for this podcast, my page, I could fill a whole hour and a half by myself. And I have to talk to you? And so we have to share that time? Ugh, All like, right, this is going to be a four-part episode, one for each season, but eight parts because we're just I doing our I think it's own. also just like depth of plot is one thing. Depth of each character and the emotions they're going through is another thing. And then just like each theme that is presented, a lot of times it's scratched the surface in like not a bad way, like, but we could go so much deeper with, with each and everything. So that's yeah. why I was like, this this could go on for a while. Yeah. Depth was, oh, these Very are good. the types of shows that make me keep going. If you like shows that make you think, Ozark is is one of those. Because yeah. you, you kind of reach into yourself and be like, ah, oh, what would I do? Because I agree, but it's so wrong, but it's yeah. right, but it's wrong. but it's And it, if it makes you think that while you're watching, you almost have to pause to like talk it out. Yeah. Like we almost, we had to sit down and talk after so every much. episode. It was like premarital was like, counseling wow. watching this show. Yeah. Like, um, and like if life our choices. kids uh, have to be sold to a drug cartel, what would you do? Yeah. <laughs> and then we spiral. So yes. Um, Overall. Three, two, one, nine point nine. That's pretty. Good. Yeah. I, I just haven't given anything a perfect 10. Um, I think this is as close as I've gotten. It's, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah. It's, Brilliant. It's beautiful. Um, it took us a while to get through it because we did take it slowly. We didn't just binge it. Take it I would slow. encourage that. Like, I, I know we're trying to tell you to watch it all before you listen to our next episode, but like, don't with this one. Take it slowly, pace it out, and it'll be worth it. I mean, this is as close to a 10 as I'm giving something right now. Um, one of my favorite shows of all time. So go watch yes. it. Yes. It's, it's really great. We're pumped that you're here. We're so excited for you to give Ozark a try if you have not already. If you have, drop a comment right now below about something that stood out to you about Ozark. We might talk about it in our next one when we do the full episode. And again, this full episode will have spoilers from all four seasons. We are going all four seasons on this So if you have not watched all four seasons, don't watch it. Don't watch our episode because we will spoil some very, very important big things and we don't want to ruin this for you. Absolutely. So, uh, and 
I know you're going to drop the comments here, but if there's specific things you want us to kind of break down in those four seasons, because there is so much to talk about, let us know. Uh, we will do our best. Or if afterwards you want to hear more, let us know. We can maybe do some other, you know, topical kind of one-offs about a character or a storyline yeah, inside cool. of it. So I, like it. Um, I didn't prep her on that. It was just something that I was thinking about if you guys really wanted it, because this one is one of our favorites and goes so deep Ooh, that... babe, what if we got like one of the actors... If any of you have Julia Garner's number, let me know. We need to interview you, girl. <laughs> yeah, you're brilliant. We love you. So yeah, check it out, guys. Thank you for jumping into this kernel of Cinema Q. And please do not watch the next episode without watching Ozark first because it will spoil some, some of the ultimate beauty that this show offers. Yes. Go watch it. We love you all. We'll see you there. All right, bye. Bye.